everybody, welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by Kevin O'Rourke, Allison Aletha. How are you guys? It's been a while since the three of us have been together. Uh, I missed you guys. How are you guys? I'm doing awesome. I had like kind of a, I don't know, kind of a long crazy week, but I'm doing pretty good today. Yeah, I'm doing great. It's it's good to have the uh, the gaggle back together. Absolutely. The Triforce. Um, I feel a little bit better this week, so uh, I, I think I, I edited most of my coughs out last week, but I may have missed a few here and there, so sorry to everybody that had to uh, hear me hack last week. Hopefully there's no hacking this week. Um, we've got a good show for you today, and I, actually we're going to touch upon something that we briefly touched upon last week, and that is the Champions new and old and what we expect from them in breath of the wild 2 um and we're also going to talk about that smash bros direct but before we get there uh we're all playing a couple different zelda games right now uh why don't we just spend a minute and just very quickly talk about uh, the zelda games that we're playing starting with you kevin sure i've got three on the docket and these are some zelda dungeon marathon practice games um right now uh, Ashley and I have been playing through Majora's Mask 3D and doing some practice, some routing. Um, also playing some Adventure of Link on the Switch and playing some Breath of the Wild as well on a new file. Have you been using the rewind feature for Adventure of Link? So I, f- I did it and I, f- I immediately felt dirty. Oh, come on! I felt unclean. I felt So here's what I did. I, I got knocked into uh, lava. It was my last, my last link, my last guy, and I am just like, I have to rewind. I I got bopped by a guy, knocked in the lava, and I'm just sitting there like, wow, 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 dying. <sighs> um, so I rewinded, and then I felt even worse. So I turned the game off, uh, and I went and I just took a shower. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When I played Adventure of Link a couple weeks ago, I didn't get a single game over. Not one. You know why? Because you're on the oh, you know why. luxury mode, baby. No, I didn't play luxury mode. I just spammed the rewind over and over and over and over again. Oh, boy. And you know what? I felt dirty, but I liked it. <laughs> There's a word for people like you, Andy. <laughs> Cheaters. Oh man, don't make me laugh. That makes me start to cough. <laughs> you picked the wrong person for your podcast, then. Oh god, uh, Al. What about you? What you playing? I'm also playing three games right now. Um, I am doing two of my games for practice for the marathon: um, Skyward Sword and Wind Waker, which I both haven't played since <coughs> July, so it's going terribly. And then I'm also playing Okami right now. Oh, awesome. Yep. So far, I really, really like it. I think I'm like three or four hours in. Is this your first time playing it? Yep. Very first time playing Okami. And I'm digging it. Nice. I just played Okami-den, the the DS version, a couple months ago, which Mm -hmm. is also a really, uh, really nice little game. Um, also, I, I don't believe that that's true. I was watching you stream Wind Waker the other day, and you were pretty you were pretty rocking at that. You were pulling off some Matrix moves, going into walls, glitching through places. <laughs> yeah, just because you know how to do those things doesn't mean it's going to give you a good time, though. <laughs> uh, you're talking to the guy who took, like, 11 hours to play Twilight Princess here. <laughs> I thought your time was awesome. Or a couple of Wind Waker plebs. <laughs> 
Uh, well, yeah, he, you got. I'm only playing one Zelda game right now, and that's Four Swords Adventure, which we are going to do a a deep dive on once uh, once I finish that. And that I'm probably going to be done probably sometime this week if my current pace keeps up. Um, I was just talking to Al before the show, Kevin. Maybe you could weigh in on this too. I was saying that I want to play Skyward Sword again, but I I want to also hold off because I think that it's still probably coming out on the Switch sometime. So, like, I don't want to play it and then immediately play it, like, within the next couple months or a year again on the Switch. You know what I'm saying? She was trying to convince me to play Wind Waker HD for the first time. I don't know. Which direction should I go here after I'm done Four Swords? Ooh, man. Um, That is a toughie. I, personally, I haven't played Wind Waker or Twilight Princess in a good long while. But I've been listening to some of the soundtracks, um of the Zelda games in, you know, getting close to that musical March Madness month. And I love the Twilight Princess soundtrack. I'd have to go with that. Just for the music. Well, I'm I'm definitely not going to play Twilight Princess. God, no. (laughs) Your options are Skyward Sword or Wind Waker. I just tried to, I just tried to get you on that one, Andy. Um, Sneaky bugger. (laughs) I I was really waiting for you to just agree with that game. Um, I agree. I'd say uh, go, go Wind Waker. Um, and true to my Wind Waker's word, a fun romp. I am going to play Triforce Heroes again at some point this year. I'm going to give it a second chance. A second chance, but I'm not really looking forward to it. I got to say, I will say though, and maybe this is a this is a sneak preview for our Four Swords Adventures episode. I think that Four Swords Adventures solo is incredibly fun. And I wasn't sure that I was going to like it solo because, like, so much of my enjoyment of that game is playing with you guys and, and just schmucking around and throwing people. But I'm really having a blast playing that game just by myself. It's a lot more strategic than I think I gave it credit for. See, so yeah, I can't, I can't wait to, book, a good to talk about that long form. Um, let's, uh, let's shift gears here. Let's talk about maybe the biggest piece of news, uh, undoubtedly the biggest piece of news this week for Nintendo fans. We finally got the answer to the burning question of who is the fifth man, the final fighter in the Smash Pack. Of course, uh, the the first ones have been been some incredible third-party characters, Banjo-Kazooie, Joker from Persona, uh, Terry Bogard, and the hero from Dragon Quest. All pretty big franchises, so expectations were sky high for the last character reveal uh we had heard rumors of of sora we'd heard rumors of dante from uh, devil may cry we 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 had just heard all of these names swirling around and then sakurai <laughs> when he started the the direct he's just like i had to keep this a secret for from all the guys at nintendo and he made it sound like this really big deal and wouldn't you know it it's byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses. What did you guys think of Byleth being the last character revealed for Super Smash Bros. Fighter Pack 1? You know, you'd think with us liking Three Houses so much that... And I don't know your full opinion, Andy, but you'd think I would be happy about it. But when I heard it, I was like, is this real? Like, is this... I was so confused. I... It just seems like such an odd choice of all the... First of all, another Fire Emblem character. Secondly, of all the Fire Emblem characters in Three Houses, you got to choose the most, like, 
like bland no personality at all one uh, i don't know i'm not mad i'm just confused i didn't think it was the best choice a little surprised that it's a fire emblem character um are, how many are we at now in super smash bros is there eight we are at eight fire emblem characters i believe so there's marth oh roy ike robin lucina crom corin and yep, this makes eight left. Wow. So you can finally get to a 4v4 of Fire Emblem Bros. Amazing. That's pretty cool. Maybe that's that was it. That was the reason. Um, is, is it the most represented franchise in the game, though? Or is Mario still... I think that Mario has one more. I could be wrong. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's do the math here. So we got Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, Bowser... Bowser Jr., Dr. Mario, Rosalina. Am I missing anybody? I mean, that's it's tied. So, like, Fire Emblem is tied with Super Mario. So the that fact that they're crazy. even in the same conversation is, is pretty wild. Uh, what, you have Wario in there? He's technically his own thing. Okay. Wario's his own man. He, he's got his own little the Wario Champions symbol. cast. <laughs> Oh, the Piranha Plant. Oh, yep, yep, you're right. Piranha Plant. That classic Mario character. Yeah, that, that puts him <laughs> over the edge. <laughs> When's Piranha Plant getting his own game, for real? I don't know. Not, we need that to happen. Not soon enough. So I, I was watching this, and when he was just like, I had to keep it a secret from all the other uh, staff at Nintendo, I was just like, man, they've finally done it. They've put they've put Master Chief into Super Smash Bros. Or they've put <laughs> somebody... <laughs> And I had tweeted the day before, I had tweeted, like, I hope that the, the last character is a Fire Emblem Three Houses character, just so that we can watch the internet burn. And <laughs> when I saw the animation for Sothis and Byleth, I started laughing out loud. It was seven in the morning, I'd just woken up, I was laughing out loud, because I was like, of course, of course it's Fire Emblem, of course it is. It's like, the biggest joke... Like it on in the Smash community is like there's so many Fire Emblem characters. Even this video says somewhere in there like what too many swordsmen. I thought it was so funny that it was another Fire Emblem character. And just like Allison said, there is so many awesome characters in Fire Emblem Three Houses that you could have chosen to make your your final character in Smash, and they went with the bland, personalityless Byleth. He has no personality at all. He's mute. So I, I thought it was hilarious just because I was like, I was like, oh my God, people are going to hate this. This is awesome. And people did hate this. This video has 125,000 thumbs up, 71,000 thumbs down. Unbelievable. Gosh, that's nearly in half. That's like nearly half and half there. Yikes. Um, and no. you know what? I think he, I think he actually looks kind of cool like to, to play as because you... When they were showing the video, um, there was a little part where, where Byleth came back, and when she said, like, what's the matter, too many swordsmen, and then she summoned up all the weapons, I was like, you know what, maybe this is awesome. Maybe you can, like, kind of pull a Pokemon trainer, and you can switch between Claude and Dimitri and Edelgard. So I was just like, you know, this could be really cool if it's actually, like, kind of this four-character-in-one kind of deal, but no, you can't do that. You can switch between their weapons, which I actually do think is pretty cool, but you can't actually switch between characters. There is more, uh, there's outfits that, that resemble them, 
but yeah, man, I I saw Bayleth and I was like, I think it kind of sucks, but at the same time, like it's so hilarious because everybody everybody hated it. It was so cliche. Like, of course, it was another Fire Emblem character. I know for a fact on this show, I've said before, like, I I, I think I said before E three, like, I was like, I guarantee you that the the main character of Fire Emblem Three Houses is going to end up in Smash Bros at some point. So I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Now, is it the timing of it, though, since it's the last of this fighter? Because there's going to be six more yes. characters for the game. Yes. Do you think it's the timing that people are kind of, like, taking a dump on it? Like, what if it was Banjo that was last, that people would be losing their minds, and, and Byleth was, like, the third revealed guy? I, I agree. If Byleth was first, I don't think it was that big of a deal. And you know what? The fact that there are six more characters coming really softens the blow for me. Can you imagine if this was the absolute last one? I agree with that. Like, knowing that there's going to be six more, I think that's why I'm less mad about it. Like I said, you know, if if I were to play as any um, Fire Emblem character in Smash, because I'm not the biggest uh, Smash Bros. fan, but if I were to play as one, I'd choose Byleth. I don't know any of the others. Well, we got to get you teched up on some of those 3DS Fire Emblem games then. (laughs) Actually, they're They're pretty fun. So yeah, I, I just thought that that was like absolutely hilarious that everybody just dumped on Byleth so hard. So I, you know, I was it was almost to the point of parody where I was like, how can you be mad at this? It's just hilarious. Um, another little piece of cool news from the Smash Bros. Direct. If you pre-order the second Fighter Pass, which has the aforementioned six characters, you get an Ancient Armor uh, Me Fighter set. So that's pretty cool. You guys, uh, cool. you guys thinking of doing that? Getting the second set of fighters? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, playing with this group of like new characters now. Like I haven't, I haven't played all of them very in depth, but they're fun. I, I enjoy uh, banjo. Yeah, I can see myself getting the second pack, but I'll have to get the first pack first. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a pretty cool. Cuphead costume for a me gunner if anybody is yeah. into that uh, which which looks actually like spot on I mean that's pretty much like a character right there yeah it's pretty much Cuphead in the game I thought yeah. that was pretty sweet yeah so that looks pretty cool um, you know what it's you know we're, we're probably going to have fun for a long time just kind of dumping on Byleth being in Smash but it, I think he looks fun it looks like he has a pretty cool moveset he looks different enough from the rest of the Fire Emblem characters that I'm not. Uh, I don't hate that he's in there. I do think it's hilarious though that like Byleth was in, but then like there was nobody from Arms or there was nobody from Xenoblade, and there's nobody from like a Zelda game or anything like that. I I do think that's funny. Um, and actually, I guess while we're while we're talking about it, so there's six characters. They're scheduled to continue to roll out up until December 2021. Do you guys think that there is any chance? that a Zelda character from Breath of the Wild 2 makes the cut for these uh, DLC fighters. Oh, Breath of the Wild 2. I kind of think there is. I think so. If not, then I could see possibly maybe like a Zelda skin. Like maybe a new costume or something like that, or some Breath of the Wild 2 costumes. Maybe give um, Zelda the opportunity to look like breath of the wild zelda or something like that yeah yeah kind of like in mario kart you got skyward sword link and 
Breath of the Wild Link. I'm going to keep to my uh, little theory that I have going that if we hear something in the next couple months and Breath of the Wild is released this year, then yes, I think there's a possibility of um, of a character from Breath of the Wild 2 being in Smash Bros. I think it's going to happen. I think that... Uh, so the only, the only thing that maybe is a little bit of a detractor from that happening is apparently all six characters are already picked. They're already picked and they're already being developed. But I don't think it's impossible for Sakurai to have played an early dev of, of Breath of the Wild 2 and mm-hmm. maybe, you know, get a feel for some characters. I think maybe it's not impossible, too, that you just get, like, let's assume for a second that maybe that's Ganondorf in that trailer. Maybe Ganondorf just gets, like, another skin and he's, like, evil bone Ganondorf or something like that. Or, like, evil... He just looks like he does a Breath <laughs> of the Wild too. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think that would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see who the next six are. I You know, I was gonna... I was gonna say maybe we should try and take some stabs in the dark and, and see who those characters could possibly be. But, I mean, what's the point? Did anybody expect Byleth? <laughs> No, well, and this is that's funny that you say that because I think a couple weeks ago we were talking about maybe some guesses and I was having a hard time thinking about any other Zelda characters being in Smash Bros. But now that they've picked Byleth, I'm like, anything could happen. You could have Beatrice as a, a Smash character if you really wanted to. That'd be awesome. <laughs> she'd, have, she'd have a great moveset too because she's got all the items. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, so we're <laughs> we're going to enjoy the ride, I'm sure, with all the extra DLC characters coming out. And like you said, hopefully we get that Nintendo Direct sometime soon. I think it's got to be coming up in the next... I, I feel like it's got to be coming up at the start of February. Me too. Because, I mean, the fiscal year ends in February, at the end of February. We, we really have no idea, you know, beyond March, what we're getting for the rest of 2020. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like we got to get some stuff pretty soon um but until we get there let's shift our focus over and continue to talk about breath of the wild 2 and uh kind of touch on some of the things that we touched on last week and kevin you weren't here so we'll we'll get your opinion as well we were talking last week about the old champions and the new champions and if the new champions should have a place in the sequel um so we're gonna get your opinion on that but i guess um before before we get there, let's talk about the old champions a little bit um, and just kind of quickly go over, you know, maybe just give some thoughts. What we, maybe just some general thoughts about each champion. Did we like them in the last game? Um, what we didn't like, what we liked, um, and how they could be incorporated into Breath of the Wild 2. And then asking the question if they should be incorporated to Breath of the Wild 2 or if we should just kind of let them rest i guess as as it is um mm. so ko you weren't here last week what do you think about all this i guess give us the rundown of your of your champions and, and kind of tell us what you like and don't like about each one yeah sure uh we'll start with some of the old champs i guess um i think also just like as an overall thing you i feel like in breath of the wild you have more involvement with the older champions yes. especially because of the abilities that they grant you um, so I think that they kind of stick with you throughout the entire game, whereas maybe some of the newer champions, it's like, you go there, you do the thing in the village, and then like 
they're kind of just forgotten about if you're like a hundred hours in and you're still finding Koroks and you're like, oh yeah, I guess I should go to that Rito place now. Um, with that being said, for the old champs, uh, I'm a big fan of Ravali. Um, nice. He's he's pretty cool. He's he's kind of a jerk. I, I like the I like his style. He's a pretty cool character. Um, he kind of has like a bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think that's kind of fun. Um, and he's not this like altruistic like yeah let's go fight the good fight and save the day. But when he has to, he you know he really shows up. Um, Urbosa, like super awesome character, kicks a lot of butt. Um, Daruk is actually like this gentle giant who's scared of dogs. I find that really funny. Um, and Mifa, I, f I feel bad for Mifa. I feel like she kind of has like a tragic, like Definitely. doomed romance with Link. Yeah, I agree. Mifa was probably my favorite champion. Um, which is funny because I hear, I hear a lot of people kind of maybe and maybe it's a small minority but i hear a lot of people just kind of uh voicing their dislike of mifa just kind of saying she's like a i think the term is waifu or something like that and there she has no character oh. um i thought that she was like a fantastic character for what she was given in breath of the wild mm -hmm. very gentle oh, very yeah. gracious uh, very graceful yeah they're all very different characters too i think they all have they have some some quality development in, in some of the cutscenes. I just wish you you got to spend a little bit more time with them. Yes. Um, but there's no bad champion. Um, they're all really cool. They're all really unique. Um, I, I can't really pick a favorite. It'd probably be Rivali. I think he... Well, no. He wouldn't be my least favorite. Um, Daruk, I thought, was a little bit underdeveloped for me. Um, I didn't feel a, a connection to him one way or the other. Whereas I think like Urbosa was just so strong, um, Mifa was was so uh, I don't want to use the word graceful again, but I guess I will. And uh, Rivali, just kind of you had that at least you had that competitiveness with him to make him stick out. I thought Daruk was a little bit blander than the other ones, but um, I would agree he he's definitely not a bad character by any sense of the uh, by any sense of the word. Um, so last week. We were kind of talking about, you know, a should the old champions be incorporated into Breath of the Wild 2, and uh, how would you do that if you were to go that route? Yeah, it's hard to do um, without just, like, straight up copying the abilities, I guess, from the uh, first Breath of the Wild game. And that's something that's always difficult when you make, like, a sequel. Do you just kind of play like, oh, Link has, you know, like he forgot all of his, his moves and, you know, he's he the Master Sword is asleep again because, you know, he put it to rest. Right. Um, I'm not quite sure the best way to put them into the story. I think that this would be a good time to develop the characters of the new champions right. and have their more involvement, um, whether it be like special moves or skills that they teach you. Or having them more involved with the story instead of just having like that one super quest with them. Right. Okay. And we'll and we'll get to the new champions here in a sec. But I guess are you in favor of seeing like Daruk, Mifa, Rivali, or Bosa at all in the sequel, or should we kind of let them let them rest and stay a part of Breath of the Wild? Yeah, I think we could let them rest. Okay. I agree. I kind of feel like you defeat. 
Calamity Ganon and then Dark Beast Ganon, and then you get that cutscene at the end where they all just kind of like fade away. And I feel like that's closing the last 100 years. And then Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be opening the next several years. So let the let the champions rest. They've done their job. They had to be they had to stick around for 100 years. Just let them go. <laughs> yeah, and poor Zelda is stuck like she was stuck in purgatory slugging it out with Calamity Ganon for 100 years and there it's pretty tragic like the stories of of Link and Zelda through these games. Like they have to live through all this. The champions were kind of stuck in that purgatory as well. It's kind of nice that they can get that rest. Uh, you know, I hear what you guys are saying. I kind of agree with you. I think in a perfect world that um, I would leave the former champions in Breath of the Wild. But I just feel like there's unfinished business and that they should maybe show up for a little bit in Breath of the Wild too. Like, I really feel like all four of them were let down with how their demise was handled in the last game. Mm -hmm. I feel strongly that... You know, we would have bonded with the these four champions even more so, and gotten to know them even more. If like, if you had just seen them like, like fighting to the end, even though they knew that you know they weren't going to make it. Um, if if you'd have actually seen that scene of them throwing their lives down for for Link and for Zelda and for Hyrule, I just feel like that would have been so powerful. And I feel like uh, there might still be a way to do that in Breath of the Wild too. But what, like, what I really feel like that should have happened in is the Champions Ballad. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I feel like in the Champions Ballad, we, we we just got more of the same. Like, more just kind of random memories that showed, like, little pieces of, of nice little fun memories. But, like, they weren't important to the overall story. Or they weren't important to the overall narrative of Breath of the Wild. Or, like, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like those four never got closure in a sense like you see kind of these these memories but you you never see in the present you never you you get these small little conversations with all the champions um when you're in their respective divine beast but you i don't know to me i just never felt like i got closure with them like and a big part of that i think is just like seeing them in their final moments which i think you could still do but i don't know i i can't think of a way where it's not like it's not forced but i i wish that we would have seen that because i i feel like there's still something there like there's a lot to delve into in the old champions there and you know i feel i feel like i want to see that but since we didn't get that in the champions ballad um i don't know that we ever will Mm -hmm. so i guess i kind of like agree with you guys but i just wish that i wish that we had been given more closure with them beforehand because i i just feel like we didn't um, I kind of used the analogy last week. It's like, you know, when in Lord of the Rings, when Boromir snaps and he and he tries to kill Frodo, he eventually redeems himself and fights off all the the orcs at the end. But like, imagine if you didn't see that scene and you just saw the it's Frodo and Sam on a boat, and Frodo's like, "Where's Boromir?" and Sam's like, "Oh, he died defending us." Like, it's just not <laughs> the same. Like, you don't have that same powerful imagery or that same powerful moment. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like the champions were kind of. We're kind of robbed of that, so I I feel bad for them. Um, I would I think if nothing else, I would like not maybe an ability or like something named after them in the next games or like like you see like a like some monuments to them somewhere or something like that. 
Um, I know that we have the statue of Mipha in Zora's domain, but like just something showing off their like sacrifice, basically. Um, so yeah, oh, I, I yeah, hope that they cool. I hope that they show up at least in that sense in Breath of the Wild too. In my like like fantasy booking pipe dream here, I think you would see their final moments in Breath of the Wild too, but I don't know how you get there naturally. Yeah, it's kind of hard too. Like I feel like it's a little bit of a downer. Um, especially Definitely. in like a Nintendo game, like, you know, designed for folks that aren't like, it, it's, it's generally like a s softer, like for kids kind of game, um, which this game isn't so much, but it's the legend of Zelda. Like, do you want to get the DLC where you watch all these cool characters that like were ghosts, like just get murdered? I feel like that's, yes. I feel like that's important <laughs> though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, like, explicitly show, like, Thunderblade Ganon slitting her bosa's throat, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you could show something. Oh, gosh. Fireblade Ganon is, like, torching Daruk alive. <laughs> no. That's something they don't talk about in the cutscenes. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, Andy, and, like, I agree. I wish we had those moments in Breath of the Wild where we got to know them more. Like, especially, I was really excited when Kevin said he likes Rivali because everybody just hates on Rivali because obviously he's an arrogant jerk but I think there's like more to him than that and I was hoping in the champions ballad that we would get a little bit more of an answer to that and we sort of got to see it but it was like lazy in my opinion so it would be cool to get to know the champions better in Breath of the Wild 2 I just don't see Breath of the Wild 2 being that outlet for them well that's fair. And I, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. I think that was very well said. Let's talk about the new champions. And uh, I guess, first of all, let's just talk about the new champions themselves and who we liked, who we maybe didn't like. Um, I think we can all agree that uh, Prince Sidon was probably the standout for the new champions, right? Yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's just meme culture, but he just seemed to have the most personality... And he was the most memorable. Um, I, I also think that his section was the funnest when you're riding on his back and like shooting uh, the divine beast. I, I thought that that was really fun. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I definitely don't have a problem with him having a larger role in the game, but I feel like all the other three were very, very much underserved. Um, what did you guys think of Riju? I thought that she was probably the next best, where she's like obviously this young ruler who's. Uh, I don't know, maybe not ready for the position that she's in. So I thought that she was at least, I don't know, had at least a little bit of a story to her. That was that was fun. What'd you guys think? Yeah, I she's like, I want to say 13 or 14. I can't remember. But yeah, she's just kind of thrown into this role. And you could see that she's got a little bit of like self-confidence uh, issues where she's not quite sure she's ready to be this big leader especially following Urbosa um who's like you know she's badass and she's a big deal but I I can see her like getting that confidence um in the future so I I think there's a story there I'd be really excited to see what it is yeah I'm on, I'm on the other end I, I like Taba maybe I'm a sucker for Rito <laughs> I think that's just me Ko, I can't even remember what his what his gimmick was. Like he, I think he had a couple kids, right? He's a he's a family man. Yeah, 
He's uh, uh he's I, married. I can't remember what like what his story was. He's he's a little bit like Rivali. He's kind of a a little bit of a jerk. Um but it's in a world where you have a giant like death monster that's had the grip over the entire land. Um and your giant bird creature uh Megazord that's flying above your town is like not listening to you anymore and like killing people. You, you're probably like kind of peeved, and I feel like he's just like he just sort of makes sense in here. Like he's mistrusting of Link. Um, I think there's a line of dialogue too where he's like, "Some random jabroni is coming in to help me fight Vameta." Like, no way. Like I'm like put up or shut up. Like show me how good you are with a bow, and maybe I'll think about it. I think that was actually the line verbatim. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely calls Link a jabroni. I'm pretty sure of it. I have to check the Zelda Dungeon Wiki for that quote. What did I say about making me laugh, Kevin? Don't do it. <laughs> Just editing out the... You could edit out the coughs. Oh, God. As long as you don't edit out the laughs. Um, um, no, I, I like Taba. He's... He's just a guy that seems to be thrown into this. Like people look up to him, and and they're like, "You're our warrior. Like you gotta go help fight Vameto." Um, and he's like mistrusting of Link. Like he's he's got this whole like his, the entire world is kind of against him, but he has to go and and help save his town. And he's yeah. gonna go like do it alone. You know, like he's ready to just go in and fight. I guess I I thought that for for better or worse he was the least memorable to me. Like, I can't remember his story. I could barely ever remember his name. He, I don't know. He was just very bland. And maybe that's because Rivali was so memorable. And like, he, he had such a big personality where I just felt like, like Tava was kind of, I don't know, like white meat. If that makes sense. He's a white bird. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I when when I when I think of Tiba, I'm I'm thinking of like pasta with no sauce and like chicken <laughs> with no salt with room temperature water served. You know what I'm saying? Oh man! Dang! That's this is this is a savage here. Hardcore. Uh, Al, where do you weigh on Tiba? I like Tiba. Um. Oof. Okay, I personally think right. <laughs> I personally think that he's like he he puts up a front with strangers but then like once he sees Link's skills and and once they go and um you know take down the shields on Vometo he's like he's all in it. I feel like he knows his strengths and his weaknesses which is kind of different from Rivali who is trying to prove all of his strengths. And um so I think he knows and he's willing to let Link go and do this job that he was so determined to do himself because he's injured and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, I, I really appreciate his character. I thought he was fun. Okay. All right. I guess it's just me that uh, that doesn't appreciate Teva. Let's go to our last champion, new champion. I think it's probably someone... I'm going to guess that none of us really appreciate him. He was certainly my least favorite. Um, due in large part to his mission, but Unobo, I you know I, you know I who like I didn't like anything about him to be honest. I thought first of all I thought his character design looked stupid. Um, mm. he, he looks like like a big baby, like a big Goron baby, which I I, I don't even hate, but I don't <laughs> know something. 
something about it um i i didn't really like his character he, he kind of seemed like incompetent to me and like afraid of everything which i you know i i get that's his character but i he, it wasn't it wasn't working for me i hated his mission where you had to lead him up death mountain i thought yep. that that was like awful um i i don't know i i didn't like i didn't like him at all he was my least favorite what say you guys did, um, it's funny that you say Big Goron Baby because have you guys heard the voice acting for him in any other language besides English? No. No. Okay, so I've heard both Japanese and German and he sounds like a giant baby. <laughs> and it's creepy. It's weird. <laughs> oh and gosh, then, that's funny. And I 100% agree. Like When I'm speedrunning Breath of the Wild and I get to that part where you have to lead him up the mountain, it's the last part I have to do. It is so... It is so... It's such a chore. It's... It's a slog to get up there. It's really annoying, especially after, you know, all this other stuff that's kind of cool, like like what Andy said with um, riding Sidon around and, you know, avoiding the ice and shooting at the Divine Beast, and then you've got, you're flying in the air with Taba, and, and then you have to carry this guy up a mountain, and he's <laughs> slow, and... You're whistling at him. Either. <laughs> I could keep going, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, Bo. Uh. I kind of honestly, I forgot him. the guy's name. No, oh, I I boy. can't. Yeah, it's kind of sorry, Yonobo. Um, I think there's one thing that I do kind of like about the character is that you have this like super confident Daruk, who's like the champion of the Gorons. You know, brother, brother. Um, is like everything that a Goron should be and is, and then Yonobo is like the stark opposite. I think. What would have helped is if you had a little bit more time with Yonobo and had kind of more of a character arc where he, like, becomes this, like, super Goron warrior, or at least starts that path. Right. I don't think you spend enough time with him to do that. And he doesn't really do anything that's terribly BA. Um, he sort of learns how to do Duric's protection, and you blast Virudania with him. But after that, it's kind of over. And I mean, you don't you don't spend enough time with any of the champions. Let's not pick on poor, you know. Yeah. Um, but I guess let's talk about it. Um, Breath of the Wild two. You know, I I think that it would be weird if we did not see the new champions, assuming that this takes place at least partially in the same Hyrule, which I feel like is a pretty safe assumption, right? Mm -hmm. So I I feel like it would be weird to not see the new champions. So let's talk about it. Like how. How would you guys like to see them incorporated into the sequel? Half of me is kind of thinking, like, you have traditional dungeons, and maybe you have, let's just even say you have four traditional dungeons, and it works kind of like Wind Waker did, where you had Medley and Makar in in the different dungeons, and you utilize their strengths to get through the dungeons. Mm -hmm. I, I, like, I could... I could see that, and it's certainly a way to bond and get to know the champions a little bit more, but, like, I also don't really like dungeons where you have to have someone else there with you you know what i mean like uh, those those aren't my favorite dungeons and they're just because like you you have to control another character in addition to controlling yourself so mm -hmm. I, but i mean done right that could be awesome so that's that's one way of thinking um one of you guys said earlier i can't remember which you said this but i think it'd be really cool if like you kind of had like Druk's protection or mifa's grace replaced by 
like I don't know, Sidon's something or uh, Yunobo's something. So mm-hmm. at least you kind of have subliminally these guys in your head every time that you're using a cool new ability. Um, and not just to reskin the abilities that we had from Breath of the Wild, but maybe like something new, but like something sort of similar. Um, so I think that that would be really cool. Uh, and I, I think like story-wise, like they, I mean, they have to be in there, right? Like they, I feel like they have to play an important part um, in in the in the narrative of this of this game. So I don't know. How would you guys like? How would you guys like to see them implemented in Breath of the Wild too? Like in your ideal dream scenario, how are the new champions represented in the sequel? I kind of um, have this idea where. If you get, like, the, the special ending of Breath of the Wild, you see Zelda and Link, and Zelda's like, all right, we're going to go check on this Divine Beast. It's not working right now. I don't remember which one she says. But I kind of have this idea that in the aftermath of everything, Zelda has, like, deemed all these four of the new champions and given them the task to control the Divine Beast, just like the previous champions. So I'd like to see in the sequel them working on that, like, them working on gaining control of those divine beasts just like the previous ones did and developing their their you know their unique powers just like the previous champions did just kind of like you said andy in the same vein of what the of what we had before but different and more in their own styles so i'd like to see that because like even though the calamity's gone you still need to have a defense for hyrule so i want to see them being that defense for hyrule while Link and Zelda are going underground and trying to figure out something that they saw about, um, you know, an energy underground or whatever. So that's kind of how I see them story-wise. Let's shift gears for a second here. Um, How do you see the Divine Beasts, like, playing into Breath of the Wild 2? Again, assuming that it's in the same Hyrule. Because, like, if there is this big attack, it makes sense that the Divine Beasts are going to come and, you know, protect Hyrule. But mm-hmm. I can't see, I can't see the same thing happening again, where like the divine beasts get taken over and you have to go through them again. But yeah, I, I, it also wouldn't make sense if they weren't a part of the story. Yeah, I would think they would figure out a defense against that this time. Like they've learned their lesson and they would figure out a way to prevent that from happening again. Um, I don't know why, but like this image came to mind. You know how the ground starts to shake or something, and it looks like Hyrule Castle's like being lifted or something. Yeah. Um, in the trailer, but this image just came to mind from, uh, have you guys seen that movie, uh, the Disney movie of Atlantis? And there's like these like guardians at at uh, some point, and they like form the shield around Atlantis. For some reason, I just had this image of the divine beast doing <laughs> that as the castle's rising. Could That'd be, be cool. pretty cool. I I yeah. thought that maybe the divine beast might get destroyed. I could yeah, Ooh. I could see that. Dang. Boom! No more Voltron. No more Voltron. Or they all combine to form the Voltron. It could oh, go either no. way. That would actually be pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So so what do you? What's your dream scenario, Ko, for for the new champions and for the divine beasts in Breath of the Wild two? I'd really like to have them just more involved with with quests, um, especially if the divine beasts get destroyed. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I feel like that would be cool to see like the characters have to kind of cope without the divine beast and maybe like learn up some new tricks and you help them along the way. Um, on the dungeon side, because you brought up that point, uh, possibly playing as the champions, the new champions. 
I feel like that would be pretty cool. Um, especially if they kind of play like uh, Majora's Mask. So having some separate puzzles that could be solved, like rolling around as a Goron or swimming through areas as a Zora, I think that also offers up a lot of new things that you could do um, and new puzzles that you could solve and maybe platforming kind of like a more traditional dungeon. I think that would be really cool, having some playable champions. And, and I mean, that could that could very well be the gimmick of Breath of the Wild too. You know, a lot of people... And there's not really a basis for this, but a lot of people are like, okay, this is sweet. This is finally the game where you play a Zelda. So if you were, let's say that you're Link and you can, you can play as like Zelda as well. You could, you could maybe swap out at certain points and play as like Riju or play as Sidon in the different dungeons or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that they, I think playing as them would be awesome, but I do think that they have to be like, they have to be important to the story. Because, like, you, I mean, you played as all of them, in a sense, or play, or at least you, you know, they were important to a certain aspect of gameplay, the new champions, in Breath of the Wild 1, but they're still, I feel like, fairly forgettable. A lot of them. So I feel like it has to be more. There has to be uh, more emphasis on them for the story of Breath of the Wild 2. I still kind of think that we're going to get, like, a dark world, or, like, something like that. Like, maybe that, maybe that green stuff is, like, coming out of the dark world and it's threatening to take over Hyrule. That'd be kind of cool if like you could you could fight like the shadow versions of the four champions instead Ooh. of like blights. I don't know, I'm, I'm spitballing ideas, but like, yeah. that would be kind of cool and maybe you like you need it. their help to beat them. Or maybe it's even like the shadow version of the old champions where you fight the old guys. That'd be cool too. Oh yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah, that's I like a good that. Idea. I like that. Nintendo needs to listen to the Champions cast and take our <laughs> ideas. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the 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 possibilities are endless. But I think like they they have to be they have to be included. It wouldn't make sense if they weren't. And I just I hope that they are given like a better a better payoff to their story than the original champions were. I still think that that's like that's my biggest my biggest sore spot of Breath of the Wild is like that we didn't get closure on the champions. And that we, I, I don't know, I just feel like there is more there. That it will probably never get explored and never get answered. Um, which is which is too bad. So I hope that they, I hope that Nintendo kind of makes up for that with the uh, with the new champions in Breath of the Wild 2. Mm-hmm. So yeah, before we get out of here, any any closing thoughts for, for anything that you want for new champions, old champions, anything like that for the sequel? Um, anything spitballing off the top of your head here? Multiplayer co-op. Boom. Co-op dungeons. Maybe specific areas where you could get a squad of five, squad of four, play through as the champions. Do something that would be pretty cool. I kind of hope that there's a Hyrule Warriors 2 and we get to play as the champions. Oh, yes. Yes, happen, 100%. Right? I would hope so. I never really thought of Hyrule Warriors 2 having a chance of being of happening but now that we're getting so many new zelda characters and possibly new ones in breath of the wild 2 i can see it ha- have them having a sequel if hyrule warriors can get released three times i feel like we can get at least one release of hyrule warriors too yeah <laughs> i think mean, that's you have all the breath of the wild characters you could add there's still characters that they didn't include in hyrule warriors that would be pretty mm-hmm. cool um so yeah i think i think that that'd be cool Actually, you know what? We were talking about Zelda games at the top of the show. 
I said to myself earlier that I was going to give Hyrule Warriors another chance this year. Yay! Oh, wow. Okay. That'll that'll probably be much later in the year, if it yeah. ever goes on sale or something like that. It's a fun one. It's not the it's best Zelda run. game. It's not even a real Zelda game, but it's fun to play. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a good stress reliever. I'm not all about the hack and slash life, you know? That's all it's got going for it, so <laughs> buckle in. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to hack. I'm not talking about that kind of hack that you just did. Oh, God. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but I, that I was hacking. Damn it. Oh, I'm too quick for you. Well, that's uh, that's our thoughts about the new champions, about the old champions. Uh, we want to know what you guys think, though. Uh, I think that we're, we're onto something here. We're onto some cool ideas. Let us know in the comments what you want from Unobo, Teba, Riju, and Sidon. In, the, in Breath of the Wild 2, as well as the original champions as well. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We are out of here. Next week, we're going to be back, and we are going to be covering everything that is Twilight Princess. Of course, we have a new YouTube series launching on Wednesday, the definitive ranking of each Zelda game. So every month, there's going to be a new Zelda game, and uh, the Hyrule Compendium guys, Mossies and Goo, are going to be ranking it based off of 10 different criteria. So like, music gameplay dungeons items you name it it's probably there we're basically going to be listening to what they say we're going to copy them and then we're going to disagree or agree with them and give you our own rankings on twilight princess and i'm excited for this this should be good because i feel like our rankings are going to be all over the place so i'm looking forward I to that so too <laughs> i feel like some of our rankings might be higher than other people's <laughs> yep but it'll be fun oh yeah yep. we'll have a blast I can't wait until then I'll be watching head over to iTunes Podbean anywhere you get your podcasts like and subscribe to the Champions Cast leave us a 5 star review if you think we've earned it uh, a lot of, I was reading the reviews on iTunes the other day really appreciate them a lot of uh, 5 star reviews there so you know if you if you want to help us out and leave us a review that would be awesome I really appreciate it um, you can check us out on Twitter I am at Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha. Kevin is at Shabazzle with two Zs. That's it for us. We're out of here. We will see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>